You're listening to special programming sponsored by the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Business of Giving podcast. My name is Guy Dawson, and I am the executive director of the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. And we are an organization that brings businesses and nonprofit organizations together to strengthen both and benefit the community. And we are really enjoying our opportunity to talk about cause marketing principles with all of you. And uh, my good friend Carl DeMilig is in the studio. Carl, three months already of sharing cause marketing. Whoa, time just flies, doesn't it? It does. Like I keep saying, the years are short, the days are long. (laughs) Absolutely. Carl is the chairman of the board of the Cause Marketing Chamber. And uh, anything exciting going on in your life, Carl? I know you're you're the, the engineering money guy. What, what's going on right now? Well, a lot of those are G14 classified, but <laughs> I just, I'm just heavily involved in taxes and mitigating them for people. Yes, tis the season. Well, still is a season, isn't it, for taxes? And getting in contact with people like you is always helpful. You recently got a, a unique designation. You want to talk about that? Oh, sure. I recently became an enrolled agent. For those of you who don't know, that is a federal license from the Department of the Treasury to represent taxpayers. Before the IRS, it's a profession as old as, I believe, 1884. And my focus focus is on private foundations and private trusts. So that's, that's, that's my new gig. Yes, and congratulations, Carl. Again, we are uh, we are the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce, and uh, we are an organization that lends itself to uh, creating more good in the world. As you heard on the introduction, where is the love? We are all about it uh, at the Chamber of Commerce, making businesses and nonprofit organizations uh, more successful and stronger and able to uh, benefit uh, the people in our community at a higher level. I run a public relations and marketing company called Classy Communications. Uh, We've been in business since 2008, and I can say that our business has directly benefited greatly uh, from the principles that we talk about uh, related to cause marketing. I've had many opportunities to represent incredible nonprofit organizations, as well as traditional businesses in the time that I've um, been in business. But what I'm really appreciating, Carl, is as we continue to build this chamber to grow and to make it stronger and to bring more nonprofits and businesses together is how it broadens the perspective of my own business and how I can be of more service to people, both in, from the traditional side as, as well as the nonprofit side. Have you had that experience? Is that the more that you engage in this work, you get a broader perspective of how to be of more service? Absolutely. I'd say the first time I truly experienced that was when I was going door to door selling chocolates with almonds and a pizza coupon on the back. And, you know, as a nine year old, I was like, I was tired. But I wasn't selling these chocolates for me. I was selling it for my school, so I just kept on going. So you, you, I, I personally tend to work harder for other people than for myself. 
Absolutely. And I think that's why both sectors are so congruent, the nonprofit sector and the for-profit sector, because they're both focused on service. The people who are the most successful in business serve the most people in, a, in an efficient way. And it's the same thing with nonprofit organizations. It's all about being able to serve the most people, to provide the most value uh, through your nonprofit organization that helps the most people. So there are so many similarities between the two sides. And one of the things that I really wanted to address and have been addressing over the years as we've continued to build this movement and develop this mission is the similarities of the two organizations and how much there is to be learned on both sides, how much nonprofit organizations can learn from traditional businesses in the way that they are run because something I've seen with nonprofits or some nonprofit organizations is that it's it's seen as more of a just a mission and not a business but a nonprofit organization is a mission it's a mission and a business at the same time and so the principles that we are developing and being able a resource for the community for the nonprofit world to get a better understanding of how to run a good business because the better nonprofits run their businesses the more they're going to be able to provide that valuable service uh, that they are con- uh, contributing to the community and you know people become involved with nonprofit organizations generally because they've got really big hearts and they see uh, a niche within society that they'd like to fill. They see neglect or something that they'd like to to change, to make the world a better place. And again, we just want to help uh, nonprofit organizations to be more successful in the way that they run their organizations so that they can stick around and help more people because I know that's always ultimately the goal of people who are involved with, um, with those types of organizations. And of course, for you for-profit businesses, Partnering with nonprofit organizations such as A Greater Hope, Jesse Maurice is going to be speaking in a minute about some of the wonderful services that they provide. But being a business that is seen as one that connects with their community by partnering with nonprofit organizations, it creates a distinction. And I've seen the examples of it. I've seen people in business who have created campaigns that were specifically designed around some give back interest that they have that greatly benefited the community and also benefited their pocketbook in a major way because of the way that the community responded to that type of business. And that's why you see all the largest corporations in the world give vast and vast amounts of money to causes and nonprofit organizations is because they understand that it's some of the most incredible PR that you can get is being seen as a business that gives back to your community. So again, we like to have an educational aspect of all these podcasts to get more people to understand the value of building two of the the pillars of the community, the nonprofit world, uh, as well as the for-profit world. And um, so Carl, our first uh, guest for today is Jesse Maurice with A Greater Hope, a wonderful nonprofit organization. Take it away. Jesse Maurice, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me here. I love the name of A Greater Hope. I was wondering if you could tell us how the name came about and also about the founder. Definitely. So A Greater Hope was actually incepted in 2002 in Southern California, and we have grown since then to serve four counties in Southern California and Clark County, which is the largest county here in Nevada. Our founder is actually Miss Eva Ford, and 
this is perfect timing because A Greater Hope is celebrating its 20-year anniversary this month on our founder's birthday, which is May 26th. Uh, Miss Eva Ford, she has an entire background history of working with families and children. She grew up in one of the poorest rural um, communities in Louisiana. And from that point, she migrated to California as a young adult. She started working at the post office. She then became um, a realtor and started to acquire homes and different buildings. And then from there, she started to grow her empire into working with children and family. So she had group homes um, for teenage boys, which is the largest, most disproportionate group of children at the time. And then she also opened a preschool. And from there, Greater Hope was born. So she's had a lifetime of working in service with other people. And she was asked specifically by the County of San Bernardino in Southern California to open a Greater Hope 20 years ago, almost to the date. And so now here we are in Clark County. We're happy to be here. I'm happy to be providing services on behalf of a Greater Hope. And uh, Miss Eva Ford's mission is that there's no closed door. Every, every door is open. So even if we can't help you, we will help you find the services that can help you. Could you give us some examples of what happens when people cannot find or don't get connected with a greater hope and then what happens when they do? Definitely. So let's talk about the negative side of that first, right? The times where we don't get folks connected to the right services or the right providers that they need, I think especially coming out post-pandemic, people need a lot of different services. And so if we're not able to provide the specific services that individuals need, our goal at A Greater Hope is that we will do some research for you, make some calls, get with the individuals that we partner with. Um, Because what ends up happening is people don't get the services that they need. Their problems become exacerbated. And then those problems can turn um, from maybe one or two into multiple problems, right? So at A Greater Hope, our mission is to always be able to serve those in need. Um, Our agency specifically serves clients who are 0 to 18 years old in the foster care system. And we also um, work with the families. That's the natural family and the foster family um, in providing resources, training, um, home inspections. We provide adoption services if children are adopted out of those situations. We provide reunification services with the natural families. And we do all of that in partnership with the county, uh, Clark County, so Department of Children and Family Services. Is that what I read on your website called court-appointed supervised Something. Visitation. Yes. So every child that comes into foster care, the goal initially is reunification with their natural family. That may not be mom or dad. It might be. But the goal is always to reunify them with their natural family because we believe that children belong with their families. And so with that as our initial goal, we always are looking to make a way. And by making a way, um, while the children are not in their natural family's care, we have supervised visitations. Oftentimes those occur weekly. Um, Let's say for about two hours, we supervise the visits um, and the children with their natural family are able to sit in the same room, get caught up, talk about school, talk about the weather, talk about the holidays that are coming up. Because while they're separated during this time of growth and learning, the children are actually in mourning 
you know, it's very traumatic to be removed from your family. And so we want to provide them a safe space to visit with their family. And also, we know that the family is in mourning because they no longer have the children in their care at that moment. So while they're working on the items that the court has deemed necessary for them, we provide that supervised visitation space for them to come together and to really um, converse, hug, laugh, and make those memories during that time they are apart. Wow. So it sounds like Ms. Ford used her professional skills as a realtor, real estate agent, to find houses and a school. Wow. So how, how will our listeners... How, how can they learn more about A Greater Hope? So we, uh, the best thing I would say is just to visit our website. It's www.aghope.org. And from there, we have a plethora of services that we provide in each different county. Um, individuals can email us. They can call us and talk to me directly. And we'd be happy to help connect them to services that we provide. Again, if we don't have the services, we'll be looking for a place that we can help guide them to so that they can get the, the, their needs met. So, and, and in closing, could you tell us more about the, the celebration of Ms. Ford? What's going to happen? Yes. So it's a virtual event which means across all of our counties, across um, the entire United States. If you have internet, you can tune in. Our social media and our website will have the invitation and the Zoom link. Um, You'll be able to scan a QR code or click on the link to um, attend the Zoom event. It's at 4.30, May 26th online. And we will be celebrating not only Miss Ford's lifetime achievements of helping children and families, but her birthday and A Greater Hope's 20th anniversary. So we welcome all individuals who are curious about us to find out more. And we are putting on a really good production that day. So I hope that you'll tune in and, and check us out. Well, excellent. Thank you, Jesse. That was Jesse Maurice from A Greater Hope. Yeah, I really greatly appreciated, Jesse, the opportunity to learn more about your organization. I know we were introduced through a, a, a who is it? Who did introduce us? I think it was Gina. Was it Gina Masay? It was. Yeah. So a friend of a friend of a friend of a network friend. Yes, yes. right. And then we were introduced. Yes, yeah, several. I think we were like still really, really in the pandemic at that yes. time. And nobody was moving around very much. But I did greatly appreciate your your passion for what you do. And you just seem to just keep that. I mean, it's Thank you. Uh, this is definitely something that <laughs> is uh, that it, it drives you because I can just see the way that you you approach things. And I've we do these monthly mixer events and I've seen when you share about uh, a greater hope that it's definitely something that truly is, uh, it's an opportunity for you to express yourself by giving, right? By giving to these young people. Yes. And the thing is that we're working with children and families who are sometimes the most vulnerable and the most needy. And for me, it's a passion because Those are the individuals that need our help. And Greater Hope, our tagline right now is through love we thrive. Through love we thrive. That's the only way we're going to help folks. It's the only way we're going to get better. And um, I'm just happy to be a small part in that. So thank you for saying that. Yeah, excellent information, Jesse. And uh, again, with the uh, uh, Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce, a big aspect of everything we do, Carl, is about networking. I mean, is there another way to build a tribe? <laughs> I don't know how you can otherwise. I would say direct networking or through people who trust you already and share what they know about you to other people that are looking for people like you. 
Absolutely. As I was just mentioning a second ago, the way that I was connected to Jesse was through a networking uh, person who we both are very familiar with. And um, when you're doing something like with what we're developing here, which is creating a chamber of commerce, creating a mission, really creating something that we, we want to live on and on and on and on. It's definitely done through the efforts of many, many, many people. So it's sort of like sort of Carl about what network marketing is really all about. Network marketing is about sharing with one person and then the other person shares and the other person shares and it just goes on and on and on and on and everyone profits from that. And I know you're a huge networker. What what do you like the most about networking? Well, in this day and age, you actually get to meet real people. You can look them in the eye, see if you can trust them, if you have a connection and you just, you connect better than virtually. Virtually, it's, it's really, you have no idea if that's a robot behind there or someone who's, well, not who they say they are, to be nice about it. So it's just, you get more genuine connections that way. And you also get to learn more about their personality by seeing how their body language is, how they dress, all those other things that you just can't capture through virtual means. Absolutely. The physical networking is so important. But however, at the same time, we live in such a digital world uh, that one of the things that we definitely are developing with the Chamber of Commerce is this online presence as well, because we feel like we've got a concept here that is borderless. I mean, when you think of give back efforts, especially in America, but worldwide. I mean, there are just so many people out there who really want to contribute to their communities. They want to make uh, businesses more successful. um, And sometimes they just don't know how to do it. So I think it's really the combination of cutting edge technology, because that's another thing that we're very, very much going to be engaging in as we build this chamber, which is we have borderless digital connections that we can make. But that that took that that touch, Carl, that you were just talking about a second ago, we want to be able to have a, a warm and fuzzy digital handshake. Right. The same feel. And, you know, there are people in the digital world who they make you feel like even though you've never met them, your communication with them can be so warm. And have you ever experienced that? I know I have. Yeah, I I feel that when I watch candid, unedited, raw videos where people screw up, it lets you know that they're human. They don't have a professional team behind them making them look super polished and like a Hollywood star. You get this. You get to see how they recover from their mistakes, which is always just fun to watch because people can relate to that. You, even on this right here, it's, it's, I know I'm not perfect. I'm not going to try to act like I can be. And I hope none of our guests feel like they had to be perfect either. Absolutely. This is the world that we live in, this hybrid world where we are. And of course, the pandemic accentuated it, made it uh, for years, I had wanted to do some online networking, but I was just so comfortable in that environment, like you said, Carl, because you just get so used to meeting people, shaking their hands, and and there you go, right? That's how you make your connections. But I, I mean, I have met a lot of people as a result of us being forced to do a lot more on online networking over these last couple of years, and it's been very beneficial uh, for my business and many others. So again, our 
our message is, yes, we'd love to hug you because we hug a lot. <laughs> when you come to our events, we hug. We, we're just, you know, it's what we're all about. But if we have to hug you through the Internet sometime, Jesse, you got you got something you want to say about that? I was just going to say that um, we're huggers, too. But I appreciate that you said that because I think even though we met via virtual, the first time we got together in person at one of the cause marketing meetings, it makes all the difference. It makes all the difference to shake hands with people. But there is a really important aspect to being online and having that virtual presence. And you can meet people that way. But it's also important to get in person and look them face to face, look them in the eye and shake their hand, give them a hug. So I just appreciate that you said that. Yeah, we're again, we're so cost focused. Seeing that nonprofit, and I'm going to be speaking with Roe with uh, ADP in just a second. We just had an event, Carl, that I thought turned out really, really well with uh, Lion Habitat Ranch over at Mimi's. What did you think? Get the uh, horse hair, lion's hair. We had all kinds of things that we got to experience. She, she called it the main event. She bought lion's <laughs> fur from the main, emu feathers, some eggs from other, I forget the animals, and, you know, paintings that a giraffe made it was it was really interesting yes these these interesting nonprofit organizations lion habitat ranch takes animals that are on in strip shows shows on the las vegas strip and gives them a habitat i have to correct you guy please don't say strip show Oh, I know. I do the same thing every time. <laughs> Show he on the strip. He corrects me every time, and I do the same thing again. <laughs> a show on the Las Vegas Strip. Is yes, what yes, that's what I mean is a, yes, because this is Vegas, and <laughs> right? Yes, you can't be so literal, but no, but it's just a wonderful, just a wonderful organization that takes care of animals, uh, and we're actually uh, set to do a give back event with them on the 21st. Where we're uh, wanting to gather a, a lot of members of the Chamber of Commerce and others, and and go out and give back to our community. That's a huge part of what of of what we do. And I've got a giver backer uh, who's in the business world and also has done a lot in the nonprofit world. And her name is Ro Butted, and she is with ADP. And ADP is a huge corporation that uh, is provides some incredible business services that help a lot of people. And uh, welcome to the Business of Giving show. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for allowing me to be here. What a pleasure. Yes. How long have you been with ADP? I have been with ADP now coming up on one big year. One year. So what nice. do you think? <laughs> um, I mean, it's been such an amazing ride so far, being able to still communicate and um, connect with uh, chambers like yourself and uh, meet new people outside of the business world. So um, it's an amazing an, an amazing atmosphere of growth, uh, but still allowing me to network with other people. And ADP is partnering with the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. We've got some big things in the in the works row, how we're going to help both of these pillars to be more successful businesses and nonprofit organizations. You have a background in both, which I think positions you kind of uniquely. Will will you share about a little about your, your nonprofit background along with the things that you're doing in the for-profit world? Yes, definitely. Um, so I used to work in the nonprofit world. Um, I did some things um, throughout high school and such. And so I built my career um, going out of high school to jump into the nonprofit world. And it really, it pulls at my heartstrings. And so when I heard that we had the ability to work with different chambers, of course, um, the cause marketing chamber did arise and I'm like, I need to get with Guy. 
I need to know what he's doing, how I can connect. And like you said earlier, you know, how can we bring the for-profit world along with the nonprofit world? And so um, it's just an amazing opportunity that I get to still do the best of both worlds, help small businesses get their their payroll together, get uh, all of their business solutions put together, but still connect with the community, um, touch some lion hair and meet with different um, communities and different groups that um, you're connected to. Absolutely. And again, with ADP as this huge corporation that is helping businesses all over the country, would you like to elaborate more on some of the services that they provide? Yes, definitely. So um, ADP, my sector is really to specialize in the small businesses. So a lot of times businesses will, um, you know, take a look at ADP and say, well, you know, I think think it's only meant for the bigger corporations. Um, But my specialty really is to work with the smaller businesses where we get to um, help them from the one-man operation all the way up to 100 plus. So there's no really cap on what we can do with the community. And um, my role really is to kind of see what is it that a small business needs? What is it that they need to find more value in? Or sitting down with them across the table in this new world, we have to get really creative, right? And how we communicate, um, but sitting down with them and hearing about how did they come up with this business? How did they come up with their name? What's the meaning behind it? That really is my favorite part, you know, getting to meet the business owner, what they hope to do out of it, what they hope to get out of the business, and then stepping in offering solutions. Um, how can I help you get there? Because that essentially is my main role, right? To provide value and to um, to also understand what is what is their forefront? What do they want to work towards? So, like I said, bring best of both worlds. And then some some businesses, you know, they want to do give backs. And then I know just the person to connect them back to, um, whether they're a veteran, whether they are heavily involved with uh, different charities, I know that I can connect them um, through different COIs, whether it's a banker, a CPA, um, a bookkeeper, or even different businesses who gosh, maybe need some HVAC help or something. You know, I got some clients that I can connect everyone to. So building that bridge uh, between the needs and values of each uh, each business I come, come about. And there's so much to be learned from big corporations like ADP Row about the value of giving back to your community and being seen as a, a business that truly wants to help. And I think that one of the, our aims with this chamber is to teach smaller businesses that they can use some of the the things that an ADP does uh, to, of course, provide more value because I know that ADP is all about that. And at the same time, to show your spirit of community and how you want to help others to be more successful. So I can see why ADP has become what it's become because it's a mindset. And this is, again, something that we want a lot of the small business people that don't haven't necessarily had the education in that to get. I think ADP is just a great example of how to create these types of partnerships. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I mean, the partnership, um, it, it's what we make of it. It's the network. It's the friendships. Even um, I go back to uh, the different companies that I have been able to assist and go back to them for the services that I need, whether it's landscaping, whether it's getting my lashes filled, even, <laughs> you know, getting my nails done, all of those things, bringing the community back together and bringing business back into our community. That's what it's all about. And how can people get in contact with you, Roe, for services with ADP? Again, we have a referral program through the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce uh, where we are aligning with ADP to provide services and benefit the community. If they wanted to connect with you, if they heard this broadcast on the radio and 
they need some of your services. They'll be benefiting both ADP themselves and all. Well, three people win, right? They benefit, the chamber benefits, and ADP benefits. Yes, definitely. And my contact information will be given out um, in a link, I guess, uh, below. Or, um, But you can definitely send me an email or uh, shoot me a text or give me a call. Yeah, you want to give them your, your email address. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, my email address is R-O-W-E-N-A dot B-U-T-E-D at A-D-P dot com. Or you can reach me directly um, on my cell phone. I always got that on me. Uh, 725-229-2513. And whether or not you have, you already have something or you want to take a look, um, I would love to sit down with you, grab a coffee and get to know a little bit about your business. Yeah, fantastic, Ro. Again, we greatly appreciate this this partnership that we're working together with ADP. And uh, it's it, when you're getting something started, it's just it's just a a real boost to have a big corporation that wants to come along that sees the value of what you want to provide. And uh, it's so again, thank you so much for all the hard work that you're doing out there to make businesses more successful as well as nonprofit organizations. Thank you, I appreciate it. All right, Carl, we've only got a few minutes left. You want to talk about some of the upcoming events that we have with the Cause Marketing Chamber? Every third Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7, we have our Cause and Business member training. You can catch that on Zoom, and we will have a library in case you missed some of those that you want to catch. And then the fourth Tuesdays, we have our mixers at various locations locally. We'd love to come meet you, shake your hand, and just get to know who you are. Yeah. So again, continue to tune into the Business of Giving podcast. And uh, we air on the second Sunday of every month from 7.30 a.m. to 8 a.m. right here at KUNV. Uh, and you can also, again, visit our website, causemarketingchamber.com and follow us on all of our social media platforms. Anything else you want to say, Carl, before we sign off? You can also catch the radio show on the Internet, KUNV HD one Search that. I don't know the exact website, but make sure it's HD1 because they have HD2 and 3. So, yeah, friends across the world can catch this show every second Sunday. All right. Well, you take care of yourselves. Keep giving love and keep thinking about what you can do to make your community a better place. See you next month. As I'm getting older, your people get older. Most of us only care about money.